Welcome everybody to another episode of the King's Table, where it's all about bourbon, brotherhood, breaking bread. I'm a classic man. So, sounds like it's gonna be a very, very good drink. A little bit. Give some of that sound effect again. I like how you clink, clink, clink. So we actually trying to please make sure y'all follow us on Instagram. Yeah, there it is. Ooh, I just got a little splash from you. You didn't baptize me. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you can't see it. Ooh. But he's got the jigger. The, the who in here? The, the jig. Oh, let me talk the to jig, him. And he's over here stirring it up. Got Work. some fresh mango over here. Work of art right here. He's an artist. He says a gallery somewhere around here. It's an art gallery. It must be up here. They need a demonstration table right here. We j- if we could just get the photog to do his job, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we be straight. Well, he said he'd Photog do it. Don't think got to move, touch no cameras. Phone boning. No, we're not talking about you. <laughs> Today. Now walk us through this. I got to see this. We're going to put pictures of, of this on the ground for y'all. So we getting some world class mixology going on in the studio today, you know, just a different vibe. It's been that kind of day. It's been that kind of week. So, you know, thank you, my brother. Admission by itself, yes, sir. Yeah, that's a good pour right there. Yes, sir. I appreciate you. Looking good. Trying to get some of that 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 toast smoke off the top of it. You know, something I feel like can't be beat is some excellent mixology. You know what I mean? Like when you go out to a bar, go out to have some drinks, you know, I I prefer to go to the places where you can get like a good craft cocktail, you know, something where somebody puts some effort into what they're making. You know what I mean? Like they enjoy it. Right. That's that's a beautiful thing to me. I I mean, it's really an art. It's not when it's not just a job. Right. But it's their craft, and they put their heart and soul into it. Yeah, because when you go to those places, like, where it's just somebody just working a nine-to-five, and there's nothing against that. Just pouring. Yeah, they just pouring, you know, two-ingredient cocktails. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Gin and juice. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Cranberry and vodka. You know what I'm saying? Like, stuff like that, it's like, put, put in the work, you know? Make, surprise me. You know what I'm saying? Like, we've been, like, one of our favorite places to visit in Charlotte was, uh, what is it, the Cotton Room. Mm-hmm. You said it was or is? It, it it's is. still my favorite It still place. is. You know, Although I'm, the name scares a lot of people away. It does. You know, at least I ain't called the Cotton Gin. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't see my face. <laughs> Let me run on down here to the Cotton Room. That's crazy. Yeah. But, you know, it's one of the things where, I mean, like, we sat up in there and just thrown ingredients at the dude, like, Make me something with bourbon and Montenegro. Mm. Make me something Killed with tomorrow and vodka. Kills it every right. time. He's excited about it. Yeah. Oh, man. Just, he's just a creative, you know what I mean? It's beautiful, man. It's definitely beautiful. So let's toast up, gentlemen. Let's clink it and clack it. Yes, sir. Cheers. So today's is... Oh, that's delicious. Oh, that's smooth. Sir. Oh, that's, that's good. That's I like smooth. That. <laughs> I get a pat on the back? Somebody? I can reach you. God damn. 
Now that's mm-hmm. some good drinks. Yeah, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, let, let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. If tell you me. can't, if if nobody pats you on your back, your arm is long enough. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so up. see the way this uh this man boob is uh <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's called under man, boob, it's, bro. It's, <laughs> it's called a man bod. It's a father figure. That's what uh, it is. Man. Look, man. It, Yo, today, it's the week of Father's Day. It's yes, the indeed. week of Father's Day. Father, yeah. Father's Week. Shout out um, and celebrate to all of those fathers. Absolutely. All of that. Absolutely. Man, why don't you introduce our guests? I know they used to hearing our voice. Oh man, he's he's a he's not. Uh, this is not his first time, um, but it's always a privilege and an honor when we're in each other's presence because um, such wisdom comes from him. Um, such genuine uh, and authenticity is just his makeup. Yeah. Um, he is an international speaker. Yes, sir. Motivator, uh, coach. That's right. Um, he's an author, he's a father, a husband. Um, usually this, I would say this, usually the smartest person in the room. Typically he is. Yeah. <laughs> One of the greatest communicators that I know. Um, and I, 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 I pride myself of being able to have not only two of my closest friends, but also two of the also smartest people that I know, um, it's strategic that I surround myself with y'all because the amount of love and wisdom and support that we pour into each other, but y'all pour into me. Right. Um, as iron sharp as iron, mm-hmm. every conversation is always an opportunity for us to grow with each other. That's fine. Um, but yeah, nonetheless, we have none other than Jason Van Gardner in our presence today. <laughs> Look at let me tell you Give something. I'm taking y'all wherever I go. I'm taking <laughs> y'all like They're gonna have to book three se- well, four seats. Yeah, my cash app is uh, <laughs> dollar, dollar sign. <laughs> I mean, with the way he gave you that intro, I'm like, I'm thinking the whole time, like, man, you gotta have to get my eulogy. <laughs> you gotta outlive me. Yo, no, no bull. <laughs> like I, I think I don't want no nobody I don't know, uh, a preacher I don't know, um, telling lies over me. Yeah, yeah. So um, I'm putting it down now. Definitely want the same uh, my brothers yeah. to be able to eulogize. We both need a hundred, around hundred and twenty. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. We got some time. I was actually trying to kick another year because you know just hundred twenty one. Got you. Right. I can do, do what you got to do. If I can get that other year, and you know we'll be there. I'm all absolutely, for it. absolutely. So how was y'all Father's Day, man? It was great. Let's talk to the newest father first. The newest father. Yeah, <laughs> talk to what was that? Ex- Come was on, light. Yeah, it was. It was. It was really, really amazing. Um, so, our brother Sev, mm-hmm. right? His wife and my wife. They they kind of concocted this plan where they were just gonna take care of us for the day. All right, you know what I'm saying? So I gotta get. I gotta get a wife. Man, look, a good uh, wife. I'll say a good uh, wife. Don't, a don't, good wife. Don't, don't good one. Get a good one. And the right one. In the right one. The right one. <laughs> it, it's, it's so important oh, that sure. even the Lord, bro, it's in his book. Yeah, right? for sure. It's in those basic instructions. But no, nah, man, like, you know, they, they took us and, and just, like, they pampered us, man. They made us, like, four-course bills. Mm. They even made cocktails. Nice. You know what I'm saying? And just, like, they grilled steaks and oh, made shit. us this huge elaborate meal, gave us gifts. And um, I'm a father too, though. God damn it! Man, I was like, so you you didn't get the TikTok <laughs> yeah, treatment, yeah. With the, the plate with well, the macaroni nah, on. Nah, he didn't get that. Oh, man, <laughs> he I get that. I know, you know I ain't married, but God damn it, <laughs> I'm, I'm still a father. It was dope. I think my favorite my favorite part of it though was um, the gifts 
and and that's, I'm not really a gift person like that. I, I'm not I'm not blown away by giving or or receiving gifts. But my wife is so thoughtful. Mm-hmm. So three of the gifts that she gave me, they kind of stood out. Like one of them was like a picture of my. It was like three pictures of my son mm. and my. So I bought him onesies of my favorite sports teams. So he's you know he's spelling Celtics. out dad. Patriots? Definitely Ooh, not. I was about to say, about you know some furniture moving up in here. <laughs> yeah. You, you can't know. put that on a man's I'm child. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to curse my kid. <laughs> but then, um, so that was one. And then she gave me this uh, this journal. It's like writing prompts. You know, I journal a lot. And the way it's written is like 101 prompts that'll teach your kid about you. So it's questions in it like, you know, oh, what's your favorite oh, memory dope. of your mom? Oh, that's no, that was dope. Yo, she got a sister? Man, she does. <laughs> so this is married though. And that's then, gonna cause a problem for you. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna cause a problem. No obstacle right there. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, another one, you know, I'm corny, so she gave me a book of dad jokes. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So that was cool. like a good dad joke. Welcome to the squad. Yeah. So it, I mean, every, it was every joke that come out my mouth now, my daughter's like, Dad, that's a dad joke. See? You know <laughs> and I, mean? I love it. I can't wait. Yeah. I can't wait until that boy started talking. It's a whole so, Different ball game because you're going. It's like having a conversation with yourself. Yeah, but an advanced version mm. because it's his DNA is connected to you at the highest level. Yeah, of your energy when you conceived him. Yeah. So the conversations he's going to say stuff to you that you like. Mm-hmm. I would have said that, but you put it so much more. You articulated in such yeah. a, a different manner that yeah. makes even more sense. They're like better versions of us in a lot of ways. Oh, one hundred percent. Well, oh uh, <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, with, the, well, with, uh, with young young not, Simba here, not all the time. No, I'm just messing. Nah. So, how was you guys' Father's Day, Vince? How was yours, brother? Oh man, my Father's Day was amazing, man. Uh, Seventeen years in this game. Um, OG, OG, dad, a little bit, a little yeah. bit, and younger than my, both of us. My my right. young my young king is sitting here with us in our midst. King Elijah. King Elijah. Uh, there he is. Came out. He was a fast swimmer. Fought off all the other little swimmers. <laughs> Boy, did you know you but came in this world a winner? A winner. Look at you. Fought off all the other little swimmers. You are a guest engineer for the night. Yeah. Even though young. I'm over here pushing the buttons. <laughs> I'm say give, give it up. Give it up for him anyway. <laughs> give it up for him. Give it up. For him. Give it up. For him. But um, called effortless engineering. But it, it was amazing, man. Listen, I just the only thing I wanted to do was be on the beach. Mm. That's, that's your, that's your happy place. Oh, that's my happy place, man. The beach or the mountain? Uh, the beach or the mountains. And um, God, I didn't fall asleep in the sun this time. <laughs> so you didn't get burnt. Right. So I didn't get burnt. You have a heat stroke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wake up skin bubbling. Which is crazy, man. Funny story. The last time um, the kids and I, we went to the beach. Man, <laughs> I had my little, my little chair mm-hmm. propped out, my little... My little cooler with my beer. You starting? This already sounds like a dad store. <laughs> I had my little chair. Had my little chair. Had little snacks in my bag. Oh yeah. Oh man, that's and a the complete kid. dad store. Then we're chilling. You know, the three of us are chilling. The next thing you know, everybody they they leave. So I I nod off a little bit. Had a towel on the back of my seat. Mm-hmm. Right. Man, probably like a good 15, 20 minutes later, I wake up. Burn. I'm like, oh shit! Whoa, <laughs> why am I hot? Golly! <laughs> so they come back, and I'm like, yo, why y'all ain't cover me with the blanket? That's on the <laughs> man. When I tell you, 
I so that was actually my first time getting sunburned. Yeah, and you I, didn't think it was possible. Did you? I felt white as hell. <laughs> <laughs> I felt white as hell, but it was it was it was it was amazing, man. Just just being able to, you know, take a dip in God's God's ocean. Yeah. Can I just and say something on behalf of your, your young people, your, absolutely, absolutely. your young ones? The fact that you didn't know. You couldn't expect them to know to put the blanket on, right? No, 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 no. They, they should have known that son. So I'm, I'm letting y'all off the hook. Dad, you didn't teach us right. that one. That was. He probably taught them that black We're, people can't get something. <laughs> no, yo, no bullshit. That's, I preached that for years. Everybody learned a lesson that day. Yeah. Like, I'm a, I'm a child of the sun. I ain't going to get burnt. What? Sunburn. Yeah, all right. Oh, man. Yeah, man. How about you, Jay? Man, it was honestly just a R and R. Honestly, now on the weekends, mm-hmm. where I used to like to run and hustle, mm-hmm. and I don't like to do anything. Yeah. So for Father's Day for me, every day is like Father's Day mm-hmm. because we spend so much quality time, and right, right, right. that's a priority in the household. So Father's Day, we just chill. We kick back. Our wifey cooked and all that, but mm-hmm. man, we just chill. Nah, that's dope. That's dope. That's cool, man. Yeah. I'm just again, we'll talk about it, but I'm at that space where like. Just being is the best. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like there's nothing to have to look forward to or yeah. have to do, mm-hmm. but to just literally be. What, what's be that? Good. Let's dive into that. What, what's that mean to you? Though? So, in the conversation that we had about it, is really when we think about life, especially as black men, mm-hmm. we have so many different images, imagery, ideations that are put in front of us. All these big. Hold on, say with my. my my notebook. <laughs> right, I'm about to take some notes. Let me break it on my in. book. Let me break Where it on my pen. At? We got all these things in front of us. Distractions. Lies, right? Right. Big words down. <laughs> right. All the big words. <laughs> but it, it gives us, we have some, it's almost too many lanes. Yeah. Right? When we're growing up, we see so many different things that we can't really quantify if it really helps you reach the pinnacle of what you really desire. Yep. So you think, man, if I play ball, Mm-hmm. Maybe that'll get me there. Or if I do music, that'll get me there. If I get into corporate America, that maybe that'll get me there. But we never really have a guaranteed solution. Right. So it keeps our mind in this place where we never can really rest mm-hmm. and settle because we're always trying to get to whatever we thought that imagery was. Yeah. So just the opportunity of just being in life now for me is it's the realization probably about three months ago, talking to some of my young mentees. And realizing that I finally looked up and saw myself at the place that I always desired to get to. Mm. Therefore, now. That's crazy. There's no more having to chase. Yeah. My sign off used to always be keep grinding, keep shining. Yeah, keep that's shining. Right, yep. It's just keep shining now. Gotcha. Because once the grinding is taken out of it, now you can logically mm-hmm. assess really what you have. Mm-hmm. I never took time to look at the journey because I never felt like I had arrived. Yeah. So when somebody would be like, I want to hear your story, I'm like, for what? Right. And that's one of, even though I teach Mm self-love and personal development, I was being such a hypocrite to my Uh own journey by not celebrating myself on the journey of just becoming. Gotcha. So the being part now is finally getting to a space, a mental space, a physical space in life to be able to say, Mm-hmm. And just be. Yeah. So it's just a, I can't really put it into complete words because I'm still experiencing it. Yeah. But the way I kind of examine it to my, my young guys is when we, I remember using uh, puzzles and mm-hmm. you got a puzzle with a thousand pieces. Yeah. 
first thing you do is what? Dump it all Dump on the it table. Dump it all on the table. And immediately you start looking for the edges, mm-hmm. right? So you have some type of strategy that you think will work to get you there. But without having the front of the box, it's almost impossible mm-hmm. to ever create the full picture. Yeah. Right? So, that means you can be putting pieces together, but if you don't have a box, and a lot of times that's men who haven't had fathers, yeah, men who may have had fathers but weren't great examples, mm-hmm. could have been having people in your life, but they never achieved to the level or what you desired for yourself. Yeah. So, you never really had a picture of what it looks like to just be. Yeah. That's true. All the black men in my life, 50, 60, 70, 80 years old to today are still hustling. Yeah. On something. Yeah. Right? But to be able to say, all right, when the hustle is gone and you can really appreciate and accept, I made it. Uh-huh. And it's not necessarily the destination, right? Success is not a destination. It's a journey. It's a journey, yeah. But to get to a place in life, you can have a destination of appreciation. Mm. Wow. Oh, man. Man, you dropping gems over here, man. Destination man, you of you appreciation. gems over here, man. Now, hey, I'm going to tell you, if the waterworks come out, I'm going to tell you, <laughs> my cup is so full. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if the waterworks come out, it's only because of the realization of being able to appreciate. Nah, for right. sure, for sure. So this destination of appreciation and gratitude. Yeah. Once you learn that as a key focus of your life, Mm -hmm. you don't have to chase anything Mm -hmm. because now you got everything you need on your backpack to pull out and appreciate. Right. And I think one thing that you said, like, you know, most of us, I think it's part of our culture in general. Like we got this, this like mentality that we have to hustle, right? It's like um, we have to strive for something at all times when in all actuality, the goal should be to not have to, you know what I'm saying? So I, I, I'm for you to be as young as you are and already kind of reach that point of, you know, self-actualization, if you want to call it that. I mean, that that's, that's inspirational. Not for sure. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Because a lot of us, man, like it's like we get so caught up in the hustle and mm-hmm. this, this new mentality of like, you got to grind, you got to hustle, you got to work that we don't ever take a second to think about, well, what am I hustling for? Exactly. Like, what am I grinding for? Like, if I I can work myself in an early grade. Exactly. Man, we, we, don't have, we don't have any examples, not not just in our families, but in society. In society. Not, not telling us this. And that's why when I use the puzzle piece um, as an example to my mentees, mm-hmm. I tell them, I am now your box cover. Mm. Yeah. I'm your box cover. So whatever. Pa- pause, pause. That's beautiful. <laughs> We're going to throw pause in there. <laughs> that's, that's dope. That's dope. And, and it's, you know, I think another thing that for me, and I'll, I'll be transparent, yeah. my struggle was I always knew I was a shiner. Mm-hmm. Like you, you put me in the room with anybody. I'm going to outwork whoever. That, I always knew that. But my challenge was I never wanted to tell you or say anything or point towards myself because mm-hmm. I didn't want you to feel belittled. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to make you think that I'm doing this to compete with you. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. There's no comp. There's never been competition in my life. Mm-hmm. Any sports or whatever. If I'm on my game, it doesn't. I always have the mentality. It didn't matter who's playing against me. If I'm on my game, I'm unstoppable. Yeah, yeah. sure. But I never had to tell you that. I'm just gonna show you. Yeah. So I always kept to myself mentally, mm-hmm. and I encourage everybody else. But I learned that by doing that you're not allowing yourself to be the example of the box mm. and take people along the journey and have that conversation. Cause I have a lot of conversations here that now 
I'm starting to give them out. Right. I accepted my role in my position in society and in our, as, in our culture mm -hmm. as an OG, mm -hmm. as a mentor, mm -hmm. yeah. as a coach, as an example, as the box cover. And that's one of the greatest and most challenging um, acceptance because now you're accountable for that. Yeah, so, that's fact. So I can't make the same dumb mistakes mm -hmm. that I used to make and be like, well, ain't nobody really following me. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Hey, I make mistakes too. I can't do that anymore. I remember Charles Barkley talked about I'm not a role model. Yeah. That's been our issue. We haven't had people to really stand up and say, yes, I am a role model. I'm the box cover. So now the next generation can finally have something to look at and say, that's what peace looked like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I, think, I think that's in two folds, though, because I think as a black community, we're always looking for a role model. We're always looking for the, uh, the typical role model, which in our community typically is a, either a politician or a pastor. Right. Or the dope boy. Or or the dope boy. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So like or the pimp. <laughs> that too. Pimp pastor. Or the gangster. The pimp pastor. Same thing. <laughs> right. We, so we understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so like <clears throat> we have we have these role models that are operating in a sphere that isn't really practical to to the normal everyday man. Yeah. Right? Unless if you're into church. Right. Unless if you're into like the community or politics, mm -hmm. or unless if you're into the streets, right? You know what I'm saying, but like the typical man that's trying to figure his lane out, that's trying to figure himself out, mm -hmm. whether it's a career path that he's trying to figure out or just make way to feed his family, that example doesn't really exist. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and so often we get caught up on on imagery. We're looking right. for we're looking for uh, the, the the next leader. Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying. Whether it's a um, Malcolm X, a Martin Luther King, um, what whatever that person that could be at the forefront of the charge, or the forefront of what success may look like, mm -hmm. that's who we're trying to follow and emulate. Yeah. But to say to to be in a position that you're in, not to say that not to say that you're normal, but you're an everyday guy, mm -hmm. right? Right. Living everyday success. Right. And it's beautiful that you're in the place that you're in because you don't have to, you don't have to have the biggest platform. Exactly. But the men that are in your life, and, well, the people that are in your life, men and women mm -hmm. that are in your life, you get to shine. You get to shine in a, a very normal and practical way. Like, yo, you're happy. This is what happiness looks like. This is what this part of this journey looks like. It's a beautiful yeah. thing. And it is beautiful. Think about it. It's something you said earlier as far as those traditional or typical role models in our community. Mm -hmm. What made them become the role, mo role models? It was need. But what did they have that almost designated them as a role model or qualified them? Platform. Yeah. A platform that carried some type of materialism around yeah. it. Yeah. Right? They either dressed nice, they had the money. They had, so because it wasn't necessarily the individual, but it was what the individual possessed mm -hmm. or the status. So what we did was, our mind, we didn't just want to be that person. We had to mm. chase the status. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the status is what creates that grind because you could, because you don't really know what they have or don't have mm -hmm. or how they had to get it or what they had to do to keep it. You're chasing a shadow right. of hustling that leads to emptiness once the light turns on. Yeah. And I, I think also part of that, too, is that, you know, for a lot of folks when, you know, like think about our culture right now. Like a lot of it is based off of like entertainment, right? We love to be entertained. And the thing with most entertainers, 
they're grinding to achieve something. But then once they get there, like, they got to struggle so hard to keep it. You know what I'm saying? It's not, so, it's not getting there. It's keeping it. Yeah, it's not even the journey. It's like, nah, how, how do I maintain it? Because you can make, anybody can make a million dollars. That's facts. It don't mean you're a millionaire. That don't mean you're a millionaire. And it don't mean you're going to be able to maintain it. And you don't know what it, somebody had to go through to get it. Right, right, right. That was a, so that was, so I had three major pillars that I had to accomplish and check off mm-hmm. that I was chasing. Yeah. Right? One of them was definitely financial, being a millionaire. Mm-hmm. Like, I have to get that. I didn't think that you could purchase a home until you were a millionaire. Yeah. Mm. Just wow. ignorance, right? Wow. It was certain things I was like, so I don't need to talk about anything I've accomplished because I haven't done that yet. Wow. The other two was becoming a father, mm-hmm. and the first one was being a husband. Yeah. Those are my only three, like, bucket list things that I was like, that's when I do that, I'll make it. Gotcha. But out of my ignorance, I was, I had it, but I was chasing a shadow. Yeah. Because it wow. didn't look like what I thought yeah, it was yeah. supposed to look like. Mm-hmm. So in the realization, it was like, I would rather have effortless living than hustling for the dream. Yeah. For, sure. for sure. So my place of peace now is I like my life. I love it. Because mm-hmm. if I don't do anything tomorrow, everything's taken care of. Contentment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can look at my daughter in her face when she wake up. I can look at my wife in her face and feel good about us. Right. Mm. We just celebrated 10 years in That's April. Dope. That's dope. Hey, That's we got to give it up. Let's toast on that, too. We got to clean clap. That shit's beautiful. Because the truth is, I, before her, I never had a relationship longer than 10 weeks. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was, commitment was not, <clears throat> honestly, that was never, never in the picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Never. Not growing up. Mm-hmm. Because I saw with everybody else who was committed, Mm. I saw how much work it took for them to stay committed. Mm. And I was like, I don't want a part of that. Yeah. That's crazy. You know, you know, was 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 dope too. Um the mere fact that we're at this table. And we talked about this the other day too, how we met, when we met. Mm-hmm. We both we both just relocated to Charlotte. In fact, Ken has a similar story as well. Yeah. We we all pretty much came to Charlotte around the same time. When you and I met, we met at a Panera bread. Uh, <laughs> at Panera Bread, uh, <laughs> playing chess too. Like, right, let me see what he about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let, like, me, man, let me put on a clown. clean shirt. Hold on, yeah. say why his beard look like that? Though? <laughs> why this man? Why this man got got a sharpie to his beard? <laughs> How you do that? <laughs> but um, yeah. So from 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 that moment that we sat down. And we started building and chopping it up. I'm like, yo, this dude's. I, there's something different about him. I, I when I moved to Charlotte, I used to be into networking. Used to try to meet different people, mm-hmm. but there was something different about you. And it wasn't the fact that you were hungry. It wasn't the fact that you were starving for anything. It wasn't. It wasn't even the fact that um that you were trying to to you were looking for something from me. Right, it's the fact that we we were able to sit down, chop it up. Sh- we shared visions, we mm-hmm. shared ideas, um, we shared a little bit of our journeys, mm-hmm. and um, to see, to to think of that moment we sat down. Did we even eat? We probably yeah, got probably some water. Yeah, yeah. Probably, <laughs> was, I'm, I'm sure y'all talk I, way I, more than I, eat. I was I was in between financial blessings at the time, <laughs> <laughs> so I had a cup of water. And I was pouring some uh, some some of that iced tea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Y'all got refused. Okay. <laughs> but um, so so to think of that moment we sat down, man, to to see 
how you're blossomed in this very moment, man. It's it's man, salute to you, man. I'm I'm, I'm more than happy for you. Right. I'm also happy for me to have you in my life. I appreciate that. Saying. Sorry, so. Kate, you can't have this one. <laughs> no, that's all right. Look, I'm, I'm, hey, this is beautiful, man. This, and this is why is, I love our conversations. Nah, absolutely. And this is true brotherhood, man. This is true, true. brotherhood. Yo, yeah. let's, let's, so what I, for, for me, I think I've expressed as far as like uh, that being like a, a image of brotherhood to me. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. What, what are some things that y'all think? Y'all don't have to talk so good about me, but. Well, I mean, nah. I, <clears throat> so I definitely think brotherhood is like. It's, to me, it's ultimately being in a community. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's the, the guys who help you grow. Like we say, you know, iron sharpens iron, right? That's kind of a, a, a cliche, but it's true, right? Because you should be around, as a man, you need to be around other men who make you better. For sure. Right? Not the men who, who hold you down or bring you down. You know what I'm saying? Or it makes you spend a lot of money. <clears throat> or make you spend a lot of money. I mean, you know, if you're spending it on the right things. You are frugal when we travel. Well, you know, I'm, 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 you know what I mean? That's just me. <laughs> I like that. Though, <laughs> we'll spend some good money on beverages, though. We yeah. spend on the right things. Yeah, 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 yeah. On the right things, you know. Well, we, ain't, we ain't going to know. Well, y'all ain't going to know Onyx. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I have never been in that yeah. establishment. I don't know what you're talking about. I was about. in Onyx before it was Onyx. Yeah. It was a church? No, it used to be called Club uh, 2000. Okay. Yeah. So it was a yeah. club club. It's club club. Yeah. Okay. Club club. So it was like a nightclub. A nightclub, wow. like dance club, party yeah. club. Yeah. One of the best yeah. memories in there. Seen people get their head. <laughs> that, that's when people started busting people over the head with like the, uh, the bottles, the uh, champagne bottles. Ah shit. I seen somebody get their head busted. I was like, yeah, this we some head busting. Some head busting. You know what though? I like you said. Like, like I'm saying, community is a is a definitely a key piece to that brotherhood thing. I think the other thing too, man, is just having other men who you can model after, mm-hmm. right? And just just other men that just hold you, like you know, because there's gonna be times where we don't even need to take a trip. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We don't necessarily need to do nothing extravagant. It could just be, yo, man, I got, hey, I need to get this off my chest. Yes, you know what I'm saying? Like me and my brother, we got something. <clears throat> we call it a sixty second funeral. Which I'm, I'm, I think we've talked about before, where it's like, yo, some, some just like killing you, something you frustrated about. It's like you call me, you got sixty seconds, get it off your chest. Oh man, that's beautiful. You know what I'm saying? And then, hey, we just gonna we gonna shoot the shit about something completely different mm-hmm. after that. But I think having somebody that you trust, that they're not gonna hit you with judgment at that mm-hmm. point. Nine times out of ten, you're gonna end up either laughing about it. Or we gonna figure out some strategies to how to, you know, how do you get out of that? Right. Like, like how do you grow from this situation? Or are you wrong? Mm-hmm. You know, like those are the things I think that to me that's kind of what brotherhood means. You know? I'm, and I'm right along those same lines because for brotherhood, the first word that came to mind is this trust factor. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I could, trust comes first is because I've always been a person that had trust issues. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't really have trust issues. I just didn't trust nobody. Right. Right, so I always kept it at a surface, comfortable and containable level. Uh-huh. But brotherhood, when you can get to the place where you can be transparent, and I can share a wound, mm-hmm. and not feel like it would ever be held against me, or yeah. you would use it to manipulate any situation. Yeah. So being able to just simply be real, and, and 
I never put that on other people as their problem. That was my challenge and my issue because, honestly, I didn't feel worthy enough to share my story mm. with anybody. Growing up, riding around with my friends, we'd be talking if I had an issue. And as soon as I was like, yo, man, I got something I want to share. If I had the smallest of, you know, apprehension or oh, anything, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm back into the <laughs> Just shell. Just clam up. I'm going to shell up. Yep. And I even learned about, you know, I don't know how many people study their signs and stuff like that, but even it's interesting if you connect it to your sign. I'm a, a cancer, the crab, so it has a very hard exterior, but inside it actually doesn't even have a heart. Mm. I didn't think I had feelings. I used to tell my family, like, I'm a robot. You, mm. can't, hurt, you can't hurt my feelings because I don't have them. Wow. Right? But then understanding that in the crab, it doesn't have a heart, but it has a oxygen system that flows air. Yeah, it keeps yeah. it alive. Yeah. I'm alive when I'm able to pour into people. Wow. So whatever I have, when I can release it, mm-hmm. that's at my highest level of vibration. Wow. But I operate mentally as an introvert, so I keep it all in. Yeah. So when I learn how to allow it to flow, that's all of this transformation. Mm-hmm. Wow. That, so, how, so how do you get refueled? How do you get filled? How does your cup get filled? So I had to learn about myself. Mm-hmm. I, so I've done a lot of self-discovery. Um, I consider it a self-mastery. Mm-hmm. I'm very comfortable with who I am. Yeah. And that's my new mission in life now is really I want to teach other people how to show up with confidence in their true authentic self. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I tell my daughter, I'm like, one of my statements to her, and it, don't judge me, mm-hmm. but I tell her we don't bow or mm-hmm. bend mm-hmm. to nobody. Facts. There you go. Yeah. We Facts. are who we are Facts. because Facts. we're not malicious <laughs> or manipulative people. So it's a difference when you use that gift or that strength to manipulate, but when you know at the purity of your heart, is to help other people win. Yep. I don't bow a bend to anybody. That's dope. We right here uptown. We right around the corner from my office. I work with our city manager, our directors. When I walk in the room, I say, what's up? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They be like, there you go. That's Jason. Yeah. <laughs> right? Because I, I'm very aware of what I'm here to offer. Right. About the beginning of the year, my word for the year was divine purpose. Operating my divine purpose. Mm-hmm. I said it, I said it every day. My affirmations. Nothing else became a priority or a focus but operating in my divine mm-hmm. purpose. Right. And I promise you, ever since that statement as an affirmation, yep. everything else in my life has simply just come into place without any effort. Wow. That's dope. It That's hasn't cool. been worked. This past year has not been worked, but everything has been accelerated because my mind has been simply focused on operating in my divine purpose. Yep. So that means even if you don't know what your divine purpose is, by simply saying it on a regular basis, God in the universe starts to align mm-hmm. things around you yeah. that you start realizing like, oh, okay, well, this is not my divine purpose, so let me slide it. Yeah. And it's starting and to Something feel, usually happens. Something happens. To yeah. remind you, yo, this ain't. It's not it. Right. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. clarity. That's clarity. That's your intuition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's your God-given energy yeah. that we don't really operate or utilize. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, you know, like, as, as we're talking here, I mean, it's uh, you dropping jewels all over this place. Thanks. But one of the things that you that you talked about there was, like, you wrote down your intention. What was the thing you were going to focus on for the year? And I think for a lot of us, like, you know, we they say we got, like, a boy crisis, a man crisis or whatever. And I think, like, I was just talking to my little cuz, and, you know, he just finished his first year of college, right? And we just having a real conversation. And he was like, man, I struggled at first. But then I told myself, look, I was here for a reason. 
And so it's like, what's my reason for being here? What do I need to do, right? What is it that I'm going to do? And I was telling him, like, well, you know, you got to get clear on your goals. You know, he was able to kind of turn his academic average around and just kind of get to a higher level. But I think for a lot of young men, especially in our community, that's one thing we're not doing. Like, we're not getting clear on, like, what what am I here for? Mm-hmm. What, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. Like, what do I want to do? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, until you know what it is that you want to do, you'll never have any clarity. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 and in our little group at Keller Williams, we got a mantra that says clarity is power. Right? Very much. And so it's a nice little plug, though. That's dope. That's no, nice, a, nice yeah, little plug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Matter of fact, call yeah. me if you think about getting into real estate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you or know, in the market to, to buy or buy or sell, sell or <laughs> invest in real estate. It's a great commercial time right now. It's a great break. Yeah, King's Table is brought to you. By <laughs> but no, I mean, just having having that clarity, I think that's beautiful how you explain that, um, because you need that. Not only do you need it. It's necessary. Yeah. We were all created for the time period that we're here for a specific purpose. Mm-hmm. There's a book called That One Thing or The One Thing. Yep. Can't think of the author right now. I got it. But I've shared and talked. I've, I've been doing this for a long time, just coaching, talking. This is just my who I am. Yeah. But it wasn't really bouncing off of the reflection mm. and really absorbing it Yeah. to the, to the depth it was served, like I had some of it, yeah. but when I really started to eat what I was cooking mm-hmm. and I sat back and I stopped looking at who I could help. Yeah. Another one of my affirmations is I can help oh, shit. more people. Oh shit. If I help myself That's financially right. first. That's right. <laughs> and the authors of that book is Gary Keller and Jay Gary Pattinson. Keller, yeah. Gary Keller. Yeah. That, the one thing. So my one thing, it goes back. You can, you can find your one thing. If you go back to when you were six or seven years old, yeah. and it was the thing that you were known for. Wow, that's cool. So being back in Charlotte and getting around my high school friends, we're being more intentional about having lunch, mm-hmm. and getting the families together. And they tell me of a person that I did not think that's who I was. Wow. Because my mentality in high school here in Charlotte, 94 to 98, was cheeks and sheets. I'm trying to, that's it. I'm trying to tap everything moving in this city. The Queen City for nothing? What? You had a purpose back then. Nigga. Yes, sir. Right? That was the main, I woke up every day looking for it. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. But when they tell the story or the perspective of who I, who they saw me as, right? they were like, man, you just don't know how much you encouraged me all the time. Something completely different. Completely different. Like, you yeah. got me out of stuff. And I'm like, who? Yo, ain't that crazy, though? Like, you always see yourself completely different than the world sees you. Yeah. That's, that's incredible. And that's the challenge because we've never been taught mm-hmm. from a young age. Mm-hmm. Nobody's ever taught us to focus on yourself. That's why sure. all sure. of my writings, again, the enterprise is about all of y'all are cool. Yeah. But if I'm not right first, mm-hmm. right. I have nothing to offer. I have nothing to give you. There you go. It's like when you get you get on the airplane and they go through the safety guide. The first thing they tell you is, in case of an emergency, put your mask on first. Yep. Right? Yeah. If we were to just simply take that piece by itself, we look at it as, I don't want to be selfish because somebody told you, don't be selfish. Yeah. Think about other people. It's not selfish. If we change that word to being self-full, mm. We have to focus on ourselves so that we can sh- have something to share to others. Wow. So when I went back and started listening to what my, the people around me said, what my mm-hmm. parents said, and 
a cool thing to do if if you still have parents or uh, people that care for you when you were young, take some time to go visit them and ask them questions about you. For sure. Yeah. Ask them questions about how they related to you or what were you like. My mama said I ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> and, and there's a process for that too. Yeah. Because even if somebody told us that, we have to, again, use some logic and think about what is shit. Yeah. If that's not you, then immediately I have to remove that from my mentality. There that's where in the book we talk about um, rewriting your story, right? It's a nice plug too. All of us, you always plug it for me, so I don't yeah. even want to bring it up, but okay. I do want to use it as a formula, <laughs> as right? A <laughs> <laughs> but when you think about whatever story other people told you about, it's not that the story that you've been told or told yourself right now, it doesn't mean that it's the absolute truth. You may have not asked other people that saw the story. Mm -hmm. We can all be sitting in the same room and see something completely different. Yep. Self-mastery is I'm only going to listen to those that align to the direction of my divine purpose. Right. So if somebody says that you ain't going to be shit, I know that ain't what I was created for. Yeah. Right. We already have plenty of fertilizer. Yeah. We have animals that produce defecation, right? Absolutely. We were created to do something exceptional. Mm -hmm. So if you tell me I wasn't going to be nothing, I'm not going to be nothing, there's nothing wrong with me. There's something wrong with your perspective. For sure. It's all and about it has, perspective. It has no facts. Yeah. So self-mastery and coming to the part of development is being able to carve out the divine purpose in you. Yeah. All the clues are around you. So the Bible talks about, you know, faith. Mm -hmm. Faith is the substance mm -hmm. of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Right. And I love to use this statement because we all are faith people. All of us have had some type of experience where faith was in the conversation of that guided how we see the world. Yep. But we often thought or were taught that faith was something out of thin air. Mm. It's not. Faith always has a trace for sure of stuff around you, concrete stuff to accomplish whatever it is that you haven't seen yet, but all the evidence is around you that you can do it. Yep. So when you think about the conversations and the stuff that people have poured into you and told you, uh -huh. they've been giving you little tidbits about who you really are. Sure, mm -hmm. sure. Mm -hmm. You know, it's crazy to that point, right? <clears throat> Growing up in Boston. Shout out to the Celtics. Shout out to the Celtics next year. Shout out next to year. the Warriors. However, we we have, <laughs> if you go, listen, if, if, if anybody has a chance to go to Logan Airport, yep. you'll see the, all the banners that's there's no city like it. There's no city that has as, as many championships and championship banners go. as the great city, city of Boston. Champion, We're ain't talking nobody, about as nobody a city. got more rats in the uh, right. Coliseum. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. actually New York. The, uh, <laughs> Pretty tight. I, I don't know. I think New York and LA probably given. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yo, so what's, what's crazy is like grow, growing up in the hood. I had OGs. All my guys was much older. I had OGs that would teach me to do dirt, or we were doing dirt, putting in work, doing stuff, that, <laughs> whatever. So they will always say, yo, they'll call me by my, my, my neighborhood name. Yo, this ain't you, bro. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This ain't you. But they telling me to go put in work on somebody. Right. But this ain't you. Give me the hammer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, give me the hammer. Nah, nah. We going to bust at these niggas. <laughs> we going to bust at these niggas. You going to bust at these. But yeah, 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 just give me the hammer. This ain't you, bro. This ain't yeah. you. 
So as as much as they they encouraged me to do or told me to do or we did together, they still seen that I wasn't. It wasn't your divine purpose. It wasn't my divine purpose. Like like if we can get that and as the language for of sure, divine purpose, sure. right. that means the other people around you. And that's evidence. Yeah. And and everybody's been everybody's been bagged. Mm-hmm. Right. Everybody's mm-hmm. been spent time. Mm-hmm. Right. Not just all arrested yeah. and we gone. Everybody's did significant time, bro. Mm-hmm. Right. And some of them, God bless the death, some of them's not here with us. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm the only person, God's grace. God's grace. Mm-hmm. I've I've I spent the night. The yeah. longest 24 hours. <laughs> Long- <laughs> you said yourself, this ain't me. <laughs> I was singing Negro spirituals. Like, yeah, I, listen, I was in the holding cell. Yeah, I was in the holding cell. <laughs> listen, I ain't never even been to church at that time, right? <laughs> <laughs> Went in and a felon came out of Christian. Man, listen, I, was, I was in there humming. <laughs> Swing low. Hey, Swing low. Hey, St. Paul was in jail with Titus yeah. chained together. Yeah. But that, that's part of. When you go back and just analyze your life, mm-hmm. all the messages have been there the whole time. Yeah, Even true. when you went against the, your better judgment, mm-hmm. all of us have put our have been in situations where we knew better. And in our mind was like, "Man, if I get out of this one, yeah, 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 yeah. If I get yeah, yeah. that by itself, <laughs> it qualifies horror story time. <laughs> <laughs> but but that by itself qualifies." The divine purpose and the divine sound yeah, yeah, yeah. and voice that's inside of all of it. And and that's is 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 beautiful, right? Having so so I have I have I have sons that I I'm very intentional on raising different than my daughter. Mm-hmm. So like there's things that I encourage them to make mistakes. You're your own person, I'm gonna support you. I'm gonna hold you down. Yep. I got your back. I got your side. If you need for me to be in front, I got you. One thing that I wasn't encouraged was to be my authentic self mm-hmm. as a child. Yeah. Like my my parents, my family had uh, a path laid out for me yep. already, or they they had desires. Yep. It wasn't none of my desires. Mm-hmm. It wasn't my divine purpose to fulfill or live out what they, so anything that I did, so I'm the only entrepreneur in my family. Wow. On my mom's side, right? The the family that I I grew up with. The only entrepreneur, the only person that, in my age group, that didn't go to, that didn't graduate from college, right? But when I've figured out that, yo, I have to live life for me, I have to walk in a path that is for me. Everybody try to cut me. Well, they they can't cut me off. Because mm, yeah. I'm cause I'm such a pillar to the right. family. Right. Mm-hmm. But the 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 elders, they're like, nah, he's no good, buzzy blah, buzzy blah. Mm-hmm. But who do they call when they need a couple of dollars? Right. <laughs> who do they call when when they have an issue? Yep. Right. And I can say that I'm I'm authentically happy. Yeah. Thrilled to be in my skin, mm-hmm. the bones that I have that's holding up this 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 this, this sack of skin, I'm super happy in it, yep. and it's because I don't hold on to people's ideas of what they have for me. Mm-hmm. So I'm very intentional teaching my kids that I may not always agree with 
what they're doing, of course, I'm going to feel some type of way. I'm going to express yeah. verbally. Mm -hmm. Your disappointment. Yeah, my disappointment. Um, but at the end of the day, like, I still want you to make mistakes so you can figure out and find what your divine purpose is. Because yeah. the gifts are there. Right. Yeah. Like, who you are is there. But I'm, I'm, I'm here as your coach now. Yeah. I can't discipline you, but I could talk you to death mm -hmm. and, and give you tips, yeah. give you advice, yeah. share a little bit about my path, yeah. my past, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, to try to help nudge you and, and, and mold your thinking to be who you are. But the idea of society mm -hmm. and social media, it's all fake. Yeah. You got to reach down inside of who you are. Spend time with you. You know, one thing as, as you were talking, like you said you're trying to coach them to like live in their divine purpose. But you said the gifts are there. Mm -hmm. And I think part of Every, what Everything happens, is there already, bro. Look. Everything. And I, I you know, T.D. Jakes, uh, you know, he wrote that book, Soar, right? And I don't know if y'all read I read it. It was one, a good one book. One of my favorite books. And part of what he talks about there is he gives this analogy of a chair and a table mm -hmm. where he says that God didn't give us the table, God didn't give us the chair, but he gave us a tree, mm -hmm. right? And then he gave us the human intuition to make tools, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. The thing is, without that human intuition, the raw material, and then the work, mm -hmm. you don't have a chair, you don't have a table, right? And so I think for a lot of us, especially young men, there's no crucible. There's no hardening process. Mm -hmm. There's no, like, refinement going right. on. You know, it's all like, well, okay, you're a man now. You know what I'm saying? Well, so what established you to be a man? Like, like how did you become one? Right. You know what I'm saying? What process did you go through? And that is why having strong, like, brotherhood groups like we have, a strong man who, like, if your son needs a talking to, like, you'll feel comfortable, hey, can't talk to him. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or like he works with you. That's that's a process. Because mm -hmm. I know for you, you're like, well, he may not be, he may not do things the way I want it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? He may not be the worker that I would just, you know, leave at a job site. Because he's always on his phone. Because <laughs> he's always on his phone. <laughs> like most things. But even though it doesn't show now, yeah, yeah, yeah. ten years later, I promise you. The, the water. Man. Because it's if you think of his if you think of his life as like in the agricultural sense, your job is to plow the field, prepare the soil, plant the seed, then you water. Mm -hmm. But the harvest and the growth, that's up to the divine. Right. Sure. But you just you focus on those first three parts, those last two portions of them, like that's out of your hands. Mm -hmm. But if you continue to do those things the right way, which you are, he, you know, it, there's going to be times where y'all butt heads, but like, I promise like 10 years, five years down the road, he's going to look back and those lessons are just going to be dripping all over mm -hmm. him because it's like, you can't escape that. You know what I'm saying? And I just think for a lot of our men, like we don't go through that process. Right. Like nobody's coaching us. You know what I'm saying? Nobody's teaching us stuff. And that's the, that's the piece where, I've had where I personally have dedicated my life, the rest of my life to stand up in mm -hmm. because 
what you're doing even now, like what he's going to get from this point forward is y'all have a new common language and a word, a vocabulary word that he'll never forget when you bring up the word divine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if I don't know if y'all have noticed that when you go back and listen to this uh, podcast, everyone's language has changed now to divine. Yeah. And now because we're speaking, because you said that div- that's left up to the divine. Yeah. We know that, but until we operate in accepting that language yep. and that lane of divinity and start speaking our divine purpose. So now when I talk to Elijah, when you talk to your son and you, you don't have to question him about his actions, but you can just ask him, do you think that aligns with your divine? Yeah. Mm. And if he says no, you don't have to discipline it. Yeah. That's self-actualization, right. which is the greatest correction and development process. Right. So let me drop this because we're talking around what, you know, the, the state that we're in in the conversation. But I want to share something that's in our community, a very prevalent statement that's we say put your money where your mouth is. Yeah. Right. He's about to raise an offering. You didn't already say, uh, <laughs> yeah. come on up here. You had the yeah. already. Elijah, hop on the O again. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, put me in yeah, G flat. <laughs> but when we talk about put your money where your mouth is, mm-hmm. it is the most accurate statement that's connected to where we end up in life. Yep. Right? Where we put our, and think about investment-wise. Like yeah. if, if we have money, and I didn't learn this until I started working in my current position where they were sending me to um, different development and trainings and certifications that they cost 20 K wow. to go down for like two day training to get a certification. Hold on a second. Yeah. 20 K 20 cars and 20,000 <laughs> 20 racks, <laughs> 20 racks, 20 bands, 20 bands, whatever they said as in a two zero, two zero yeah. comma with a comma. You need zero, to take zero. a trainer trainer course, <laughs> <laughs> but this, this you can't find thing. it on YouTube. Well, you can, but it's a different it's, uh, it's a package different experience. Different. Think about this. Uh, if it's free, everybody get access to mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. People who pay more, pay more attention. For sure. People so, pay 15 grand to go down to a date with Destiny. Easy. Tony Robbins. Easy. With, and don't blink. But this is what happens in those times. I paid $500 in Vegas one night. What'd you get? <laughs> a good night. It's a scratch, right? I did have to go to the to the clinic. And Don't pay, tell them that. Pay $50 I, one night. Hey, listen, I'm just, it's a joke. It's a $500 one night, $50 a day tomorrow. You got a, a button joke. on there for a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Let me find that button. It's a joke, guys. Let me find it. Oh, but like what I learned that. through that was, because I would be sitting in these trainings. Now, as an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. 20 years as an entrepreneur, if I had 20 racks yep. in the account, they were never going towards my development. Mm. They were going to keep that house running. That's yeah, right. For sure. Yeah. So I never had the opportunity to get into development to understand the necessity mm. of development wow. for growth. Wow. You don't know what you don't know. That's right. So I always thought that I was smart enough. Mm. I can go to YouTube. Mm. I'm intelligent enough to take a book and flip it into something. Scared money don't make money. Sure. And we've heard this, but we try to get around it. It take money to make money. Take money to make money. Don't listen to these cats or people out here telling you that, you know, you can just get it out the mud and grow. It does not work. Yeah. And that's one of my challenges, especially with our counterparts. Yep. Those that don't look like us who have a big platform and they tell you to go out and do this and do that. What they don't tell you is that they had opportunity passed down from their legacy where sure. they can go into a bank and sure. get a credit line. That's a fact. Where you and I they don't have those same type of opportunities. So we're not playing the same game. Right. But yet when I started seeing us at these conferences and these certifications, and I'm sitting there because, again, I'm always 
broke or super rich. I am always authentically Jason. It yeah, never changes. Yeah, I don't yeah. bow bend. Right. So I'm sitting here and I'm listening. I'm like, nah, that, that, that's not true for us. Mm-hmm. That's not our same experience. That's not even our same starting point. So it doesn't work the same way. Mm-hmm. There are a couple of challenges or a couple of steps before the first step that they're teaching from. Yep. So getting into these environments and I'm learning these processes and formulas and certifications. And I'm sitting here like, I can't believe I'm the only brother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Black man. Black mm-hmm. man in all of this. And I'm saying this is so good. Yeah. I'm like, I, transformational stuff. Yep. Like regardless of where I am right now, mm-hmm. it would have never happened without taking on a position as an entrepreneur, sure. surrendering my ego, yeah, submitting sure. my ego yep. to development. That I wouldn't have found out that I was working way too hard for nothing. Yep. Ken, we got we gotta get some jobs, brother. No, not <laughs> saying that either. Yeah, we we gotta get on the plantation, brother. Got this. That's we a, got listen, a job. We, we got to uh, <laughs> That's definitely that idea. because mm-hmm. that takes on a whole nother challenge that sure. all of us can't handle. Talk yeah. about it. All right, Talk so the position that I have is not a traditional position. I don't want anybody to get that twisted. Yep. I'm at a level in an organization, a leadership level, where I don't have to manage any people. Yeah. And I don't have any headaches. Individual contributor. Period. Yeah. I'm a cons- I consult for those who have the organizations and the headaches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They come to me for the resolution or the solution sure. or the recommendation. Sure. So going to get the certifications, it equipped me to be able to share to their headaches, mm-hmm. but I learned the significance in the process of development yeah not working for somebody mm-hmm. but the importance and significance of development yep. so when's it ask people and i ask people this if I, who i want to connect with mm-hmm. when's the last time you've gone to a conference and paid over five thousand dollars she i ain't never did that I'm so, gee, which she so so think <laughs> so thinking about that right she, yeah imagine hold on take can those I do, things can i do one more sheet yeah, but, oh, <laughs> shit. but I, all both of you have invested in some type of development for oh, yeah. work. Hundred yeah, yeah, yeah. percent. You've come to Absolutely. a public speaking Absolutely. event. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. So think about this: what would make somebody pay twenty thousand dollars for a day or two days? Mm-hmm. What are they getting out of that that they would pay twenty thousand dollars? Value. They're getting something that nobody else is getting. Right. And what you're paying for in that development process, it's an accelerator to a result. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, creating value. And, and, that, and that's to put put your money where your mouth is. Right? That's to put yeah. your money where your mouth is. And that, I mean, that, that process of putting your money where your mouth is, that starts on a like real micro level. That's your day-to-day. You know what I'm saying? Like, what is the one thing that you're, like the book talks about, what is the one thing that you can do today that makes either everything either obsolete or easier, mm-hmm. right? And so it starts like when you wake up in the morning, what is your intention for the day? Like what do you plan for this day? Hold you up. know what I'm saying? Is that the first thing or the second thing? But when you, you know, as you approach as you approach your life, like what is what is the value that you bring? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was listening to a podcast recently, and uh, they were talking about, like, 10 things that you can do to be a better man, right? Everybody's got a 10-step process or whatever. But one of the things they talked about was understanding your own value. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. And I was having a conversation 
with a, a person that I plan to do business with recently. And they were like, listen, like, the numbers that you come in with, I love them. The number I got to pay you, I hate it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, why have you spent so much time talking to me? He's like, I feel like you're valuable. That's why you're going to pay me. For sure. You know what I'm saying? That's why you're going to pay me what I'm worth. For right? Sure. Because if I wasn't worth it, you wouldn't spend the time with me. Right? So that's, you know, and that's not to be arrogant, but it is to say, like, I understand my own value. And and as long as as long as you know and you're aware of your value, yep. the people are going to come. Yeah. And it's just a matter of not capitalizing monetarily, but capitalizing on those moments. Yeah. For, for, for me, I know what value I bring to the table. I'm not looking for new friends. Yeah. Right? I'm not looking for new friends. The... The, the friends, if you're in my life, you're family. Right. Because I know what I bring to the table. Right. There's no, there ain't no gray areas with me at all. So if I fuck with you, I fuck with you. Exactly. Right. And everything I have, resources, uh, my time, it's yours. Yeah. So like, <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm exploring a new partnership with some folks. And, um, they they have a lot of questions. So we had we had a meeting, and the way I prepared for this meeting, you know, I take I take my stuff serious. Mm-hmm. So the way I prepared myself for this meeting, um, during the meeting, they were like, "Yo, hold on a second, hold on a second, let me go grab something to write with." And I'm like, "Yo, y'all should came prepared. Mm-hmm. This is this is a meeting. We're, we're discussing business." Yeah. Right? And and they were such an awe, and the the phone calls that I was getting after, I I just couldn't. the the way The way I position position myself is that you have to be prepared. If you're not prepared, cool. I'm not gonna have time to catch you up. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna catch you on the next go around. Mm-hmm. So the next go around, make sure that you're prepared. Yep. Because I can't. I can't ease into who I am because who I am is who I am. Right. And I'm going to present that. So if you're not ready now, okay, cool. I'm going to give you another chance. But on that another chance, make sure you're bringing your value to the table as well. Mm -hmm. Because if I feel like you're not bringing value to the table, I can't have you around. Right. You can't be at this table because you're going to absorb and, and suck everything out of me. Yeah. That I'm not really in a position to be sucked. Because you got to put your mask if, on. If that makes sense, right? Yeah. Because yeah. what you're responding to is something that, uh, Ken, you just said, was knowing your value, right? right? And Understanding. It's, it's, and I'm not being egotistical, mm-hmm. but it's a lot. Right, yeah. It's a lot. And once you get to the self-mastery of truth, because we can understand our value, but we don't really believe it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because once you come to an understanding of your value, it's reflective. For sure. It's reflective and it comes out on every aspect of your life. So what happens is once you start to understand your value, and it's a big part for, especially in our community, because we love networking and partnership. And we learned that at a stage of playing through playing sports that, man, if I, you know, you go to the gym, who name on the list? Oh, Big Johnny Ballin? Mm-hmm. Yo, I want to be on his team because yeah, we, yeah. we, we want to win. 
Right. And sometimes winning comes at the cost of you not developing. Mm. Oh, wow. So if I get on a team that's winning, I don't have to be great. I ain't got to work that hard. I don't have to work that hard. So I can miss my own individual development and process of growing because I can ride off the coattail of having the best player on my team. That's dope. I I think that's dope. There's two things I think most people should do, right? Um, Most people should do. Uh, be a server at a restaurant and coach a team. Mm. As as black men, we should definitely experience coaching a team. Yeah. Hands down. Mm-hmm. The 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 thing that I've learned about coaching a team is for one, yes, yeah, all fun. Yeah. We're, we may not always win. Right. If you have the most skills on the team, yeah. Utilize those skills to be a leader, but also bring the people that aren't as good as you. Yeah. Bring them up. Got to pull them up. But you know the challenge of that? Nobody's ever taught anybody how to do it. Yeah. I'm going to give you something crazy because we're so, going to talk so, about coaching. So, so okay. that's, that's why we should be coaches as black men. It's yeah. the challenge with coaching, though. And that's why I brought. we keep saying coaching. Mm-hmm. So before going through investment development, yeah, my understanding of coaching was inaccurate mm. because it was only through sports. Okay. Right. Yep, 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 yep. When I got into yep, yep. the field where they have certifications and degrees yeah, and coaching, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was completely opposite of Way the coaching different. that I learned sure, playing sure, sports. Because sure. in sports, coaching is call a play, keep them motivated, yep. give them the play, tell them what to do. True, authentic, and accurate coaching is if I'm coaching you and I ask you, what's your challenge? Yeah. And you say, man, my challenge is right now, my workforce is my challenge. Mm-hmm. How bad does it hurt with the challenge that you have? Oh, man, it hurts bad. What are you willing to do? It's nothing but giving questions, never solutions. For sure, right. for sure, for sure. Right. For coaching that I was raised in, it was I need a coach to tell me the stuff that I don't right, know. Right, 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 Where right, right. the authentic and the, the um, foundation of coaching comes from asking you the questions mm-hmm. so that you so have you to do your own out. development. Yeah. That's it. Coaching is the easiest thing that I that I do in my practice. Mm-hmm. I coach the leaders, and uh, it's crazy. We're going for an hour, and all I do is have, like, five questions that I ask them. Yeah. So what's going on? This is the challenge. What are you going to do about it? Mm-hmm. I'm going to do this. Who else need to be on board? Yeah. I need to tell them. So what's what's the challenge? What's, what's going to stop you from that? Well, this. Well, what if that becomes a challenge? All I do is ask questions, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they sit there, and they're like, now, when I leave, I'm about to ask me. I know, no, about think, to come a, right. no, but think about it. Call John Maxwell. That <laughs> means it's no longer the pressure is not on me to be the magic. Yeah, it's taking the mirror and telling you you already have all yes, the answers. That's right. You just need somebody to ask the questions to pull it out of. That's how, you know think, what that is absolutely. Think about uh, who coached Jordan. Did y'all hear what Steph Curry? I mean, um, Steve Kerr said about Curry. Uh uh-uh. uh He said, uh, when I look back at this years from now, all I'm going to do is just. Thanks, Steph Curry. Yeah. How do you coach somebody that has worked on their own thing? That's he's right. been developed. Right, Steve so. Kerr could he's a great shooter, but he couldn't teach him. Yeah. You right? can't teach what he does. So a great coach does one thing, identifies talent. Yeah. It holds the mirror up so that the talent can again realize its divine purpose. Right. Because once I really know who I am, yeah. You don't have to hide behind your cape. Or you don't have to hide your cape. A coach says, 
This is straighten it. Here, let you straighten your own cape. Yeah, and let you be comfortable wearing your cape. That's dope. And I didn't know. And again, all of this goes back to this whole development piece of what I'm standing up for in life now yeah. is the things that we just heard about. A lot of our stuff comes folklore, right? Or from sports, or from music, even in church. I don't know if you really listen to uh, some of the praise and worship songs, especially nowadays. Yeah. They have no it. substance, though. If a you, lot of them don't, yeah. They, they, they sound great. It's great music. Mm -hmm. But if you really break down some of the stuff that's being stated, yeah, it feels good, but it's not something that you can actually develop or build right. logically. It's not I about experience. Too. The music is great. Yeah. Great emotional state. Yeah. I ain't gonna say that's how the black church <laughs> yeah. Well, but it's it's not it about experience. It ain't just our churches. Nah. The white churches do the same thing. But the focus of it is because as an artist, yeah. an artist creates something that is to be exemplified or to be looked at as yeah. and marveled at. Yeah. And an artist doesn't do it from a logical perspective. Uh, events, what you just did with this, it did not make sense. Right. You took fruit. You took some liquid. You fired it up. This mango is sweet as... <laughs> oh, I, and it came out like that first sip was like, whoa. Yeah. But logically, it doesn't make sense. Right. So from an artistic expression, it doesn't really give us the concrete to create a development that's duplicatable. Yep. Because now if I hold the mirror up in front of you and you know how to straighten it when I'm not around, mm -hmm. you know how to go find your place. Yeah. So from this experience of as our culture, we have to get stuff that's more grounded in results. Right. So that we don't have to hustle. Life is scientific. Yep. Success is scientific. There's proven formula. Mm, absolutely. I got a, um, an acronym. And it is branded. It is uh, copywritten. So I've, I only <laughs> share it. Drop it on them. I only share it. But this is my system. And this is, you know, if you don't get nothing else from tonight, this is my gift. I'm good because you told me it was going to be hot in, or cold in here. And I don't know if it's this, but I'm over here like sweating. Bullets. <laughs> like, good grief. Now I brought my nipples was hard the last pod. <laughs> so yeah. they did they did change up the temp, right? Okay, I just wanted to make sure it's it wasn't definitely me. not cold in here. Tonight. I wanted to make sure it wasn't Man, me. But I want to give you this, and this is this is what I hang my hat on for every program now. Uh, Y'all remember Wu Tang Clan? Yes, in the sir. words of Wu Tang Ain't Clan. Ain't to mess with. Wu Tang Clan. And then they came out with that song, Cash Rules Everything Around Me. Cream, get, get the, the money. money. Dollar, dollar bill, y'all. And that has been our anthem. Mm -hmm. That's what we've been chasing is that cream. We've been chasing. That's, again, when we go back to what we saw as our role models, it's always revolved around that. Yeah. I'm going to give you the true cash system. Y'all ready for the cash system? Let's go. If you're listening, you got a notebook, this, the heat. Write it down. That's what Pull you over. Need. Pull the over. The next time you hear, it's going to be 25K in the development. Yeah, put uh, them dumbbells okay. down right now. <laughs> so let's rock with it. Cash. It's the system to move you from where you are to ultimately where you want to get to. The C stands for if you're going to move, if you're going to develop and grow, you need a coach. Point blank period. C for cash. C for cash is coach. coach. You have to have a coach. And the coach revolves around having somebody in your life that's able to put the mirror in front of you. To help you learn and grow and know what you know. So they ask you the questions. They give you a process or a dialogue that helps you to figure it out on your own. We like for other people to tell us or give us the solution. Mm -hmm. But the statement says if you give a man a fish, he eats once. Mm -hmm. Teach right? him how to fish. You teach him how to fish. He's for a lifetime. For a lifetime. for a lifetime. But what if you just tell him it's a pond and a pole? and He go figure it out. 
he can figure it out, but it's going to take him a little bit longer than if a coach just shared and gave him some of the questions to get there. For sure. So you got to have a coach. The A, you have to have appreciation. Mm. Point blank, period. If you don't have an attitude for gratitude, you will never be able to receive and maintain anything in your life. Love it. Relationships, material stuff, opportunities. If you don't appreciate, how are you going to appreciate something you have or don't appreciate something you have and think you're going to appreciate something you don't have? Come on. Do that make any logical sense? Not at all. Once I get there, I'll be grateful. Sure. If you're not grateful for what you have right now, forget about it. Yeah. They to be the first one to tell you that. But if you don't appreciate everything that's around you in your life, relationships, friends, siblings, you ain't got to be the best friends with, you know, rock everything, but appreciate every aspect of what you have in your life. Find appreciation. Because what's the opposite of appreciation? Depreciation. And what does depreciation, depreciation do? It that brings declines. depression, decline, yeah. all those D words. Yeah. They devalue. But appreciates, the word appreciates, it means to go up, to increase. Yep. So if I appreciate everything around me, watch this. If I appreciate you and I appreciate you, what happens osmosisly? Everything around me goes yeah, up. Absolutely. Yeah. We all going to elevate. Everything yeah. elevate. A rising tide raises all ships. So when you just become grateful and have appreciation, everybody in, that's in your environment changes. Yeah. You got a lot of people that they argue or complain about everything going on in the world. Oh, man. I, I stay it. away, and and please forgive me, but I stay away from gas price guzzler that just, mm -hmm. and it's affecting everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if yeah. I don't appreciate the fact that I have somewhere to go, right? I appreciate that I got a couple of dollars that I can pay for Come gas. On. Yeah. Because if I depreciate it, then I'm gonna get less. Right. So uh, coaching, yeah. I gotta have appreciation. That's right. Here now we get into the the meat and potato. This is what we miss. This is what the investment, what I will purchase, what I have purchased over the past two years is you have to purchase a system. Mm -hmm. Purchase a system. A proven system. In the past two years, I've invested over six figures into learning systems, mm -hmm. virtual yeah. systems. Hold on. Bring it back. Come rewind. Purchase a system. That ain't what he asked me. Go ahead. Yeah, I know what he's trying to Bring ask. it back. Come rewind. <laughs> You spent what? Over six figures. Listen. Oh, let me let me let me Listen. qualify that. Yeah. My organization spent some, but out of my pocket. Yeah, 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 for sure. Out of my earnings. Yeah. I've invested over six figures in a system. You gotta have mm -hmm. a system. This is what a system does. It has two things. It provides structure and support. That's right. Structure and support. Structure and support. Yeah. So what that means is if I'm thinking about doing something. Mm -hmm. If you want to open up a McDonald's, you don't go and try to create your own. Nope. I go to Burger University, whatever it's called. Hamburger, Hamburger University. University yep. And you buy their system. That's right. The structure. Yep. Number one is a Big Mac. Number two, it's already a proven system. Yep. Then it gives you, that's the structure from it, but then it gives you the support. I got to be able to ask you, I need help. Yeah. Or I need, I got to be able to ask you a question. Yep. That's, that's right. the support factor. The that's support right. factor is, hey, I'm down. I've invested in this system. You should at least be able to say, hey, um, we have a one-on-one. -on -one. Yep. Everything going to be good. This is what we do. I need to have that. Yep. Because otherwise, emotionally, I'll get lost. Yeah. And I'll start to decline because I don't think it's working. Mm -hmm. That's right. It's working for everybody else. And that's what social media does. 
Social media is a system, mm -hmm. but it's a depreciating system because sure. it makes you compare what you don't have to everybody else's. Sure. Come on. The so every and, and think on, about the bro. access. Come depressing. on, bro. It is depressing. the it, it is the most aggressive development and system in that we've ever seen. Yeah, because in five seconds you can scroll through twenty people's lives yep. that appear to be doing better than mm -hmm. you, and that puts you twenty yep. stages down. And you hate yours. And appreciating yours. You hate yeah. yours. We've never had anything like that in the history. Yep. Where you can get so far gone yep. with just a swipe. My my coach, he's uh, he's a specialist in um, energy levels, mm. and he's you know he had our mastermind do a practice lab. We did like this little process last year, a little exercise, and he's like, every morning when you wake up, open your social media while you're writing out your goals for the day, mm. and watch you go from level Damn. six or seven all the way to level one Damn. or two. You'll be in level one or two energy for the first hour of your day. And it's hard to get out of there. It's hard <laughs> to get out of it. Almost impossible. That'll, that'll mess yeah. your whole day up. Screw your whole the day. The whole day up. And what do most people do? They still run straight to their phone. Yep. Mm -hmm. For yeah. what is the question? Right. And I'm not saying I'm immune to it. Yeah. But I'm aware of it. Yeah. And I bought systems or I invested in systems to help me to overcome those or override those. Yeah. So that C, we got coaching. Coaching. Mm -hmm. A, we got appreciation. Appreciation. S, we have a system which is consisted of a structure and support. Yep. And the H, you got to come to the workshop for the H. I won't do you like that because y'all are people. I'm like, you go. The H is. I don't got six figures. Not right now. I have a check is in the savings. Hey, we'll work out a payment plan. I got you. But the H, the H is not even, it's not impressive. It's not deep. Y'all ready for H? We're ready for it. All H is. You got to be willing to say, I need help. Mm. Help. It's the greatest factor out of the other three. Yeah. If you cannot say, I need help, you have bro, put you, yourself you, on an island you completely nuggets, by bro. yourself. Come on, man. <laughs> you dropping nuggets. And Come I'm on. talking to us. Yeah, 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 yeah. The places, the environments, the certifications, these rooms, they are highly sophisticated and educated based off of that traditional system, Right. Yeah. I'm talking about PhDers and professors and stuff. Mm -hmm. I've been in these <laughs> these these certifications and I've seen them break down because they couldn't ask for help because they were too smart. And by asking for help, they thought it it was an indictment against their academics. Our culture, our ego gets in the way that is an indictment to us asking for help that completely critically handicaps our opportunity for growth. So when we go back to brotherhood, we talk about trust and mm. transparency. Yep. If I ever call you and hey, I'm asking hold for on help, hold on. Mm -hmm. you never have to hey, question my brotherhood I, or loyalty to me. That's right. Can you pass me a basket so we that's can pass right. around this room? <laughs> yeah, if, I, if I ever call you and say, bro, I need help. Right. And understand, and, and this is another challenge we have, we label people and not the task that mm, we are connected that's to. That's right. If I ask for help because I don't know how to change my daughter's diaper or mm. – I. That's not me saying that I don't know how to do, I don't have any value. Yeah. But in our minds, we've been lied to to think that by asking for help, it's a complete indictment against right. everything that you are. That's not a weakness. It's not a weakness. It's the greatest strength it's because if I can ask for help, once I ask for help, it's like a man out there in the uh, ocean drowning. Yeah. You're going to drown and you're going to say, hey, I need help. Somebody throw me a life raft. Yeah, that's right. We have drowned it ourselves. Mm-hmm. Where we are in life right now is based off of the level of being able to be vulnerable and transparent and saying, hey, I need help. Yep. 
Because we'd rather feed our ego than take care of our families. That's right. We'd rather look good than to be good. Mm. And that's where it's done. All of this is just the transformation and the realization of learning how to be me. Yeah. That's dope. The harmony of being me. That's dope. Consists around not me being better or doing more. Yeah. It's this realization of, I don't mind having a coach. Yeah. I definitely appreciate all. I got me a system. It costs the grip. Yeah. The other costs. side of that is, though, every investment that I had in development yeah. has been paid off multiple times. That's right. Mm. You get that ROI, that return on investment. I didn't notice. That's why I, I kept my pocket. I kept my, my hands in my pocket. I, I st- mm-hmm. sat on my wallet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm thinking you're trying to get something from me. Yeah. Mm. And we, as a culture, we've been taught, man, they trying condition? to get something. What can yeah. we program? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a scarcity I, mindset. Scarcity. You hit it on the head. So another part of one of my affirmations every day, I talk about abundance is yeah. my birthright. Mm. I got seven affirmations I say every morning, brushing my teeth. Yeah. And those seven have tr- absolutely transformed bless my us, life. Bless us with those. Come on. Bless I can't give you all of them, but I'll give, give you give some. Give us at least give one. Us three. Give us three. Give, give us three. you three? Yeah. All of them easy. But I'm going to give you the two easiest one. The first one was I had to change my relationship with money. Mm. I had to completely change my relationship and understanding with money. Yep. So my first affirmation, not in sequential order, but I had to tell myself money comes easy. Mm. Mm. I started saying money comes easy, and guess what started happening? Money started coming easy. <laughs> Ken, you think it's a joke? Look at his face. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to the check and getting or to the mailbox, and checks just showing up. Yeah, people calling out of the blue. Can you come do this and do that? And I'm sitting here like, mm-hmm. all I started saying was money come easy. Yeah, yeah. So now we got a song about it around the house. We rock out on it. The second one is money brings freedom. Yeah, mm. it does. Come on, man. When you think about money, money comes easy and it money brings, brings freedom. Freedom. Mm. freedom. <gasps> so in turn, freedom is. What is freedom? Freedom is easy. Freedom is free. It's simple. It's, it's not hard. Yeah. It's without effort. Yeah. But for a man who has been in jail and never been out of jail, mm, he knows right. no freedom. That's right. But to a man who's always been free, he knows mm. no bondage. Now we're talking psychologically Come now. On, man. We ain't talking about physically. We're talking mm. about psychologically. Yeah. Yes. But yeah. also. Financially. Real life. Not just financially, but just real life. Yeah. So part of my understanding and accepting that I made it. Yeah. Has nothing to do with financials. Right. The the being part. The being part. The yep. being part. Because now I'm free. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm free what? It's connected to I am free to be me. Yeah. I don't have to become. I'm free to just simply be me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of my favorite mantras is be, do, have. So it's like you be the person. Like you literally just go about your day being the person that you want to be, being that person that you strive to be, being that person that is like fully self-actualized. And when you be that person, in order to be that person, you have to do the activities that lead to that. Yes. And when you do those activities, then in turn, you're going to have the things that that person that you want to be, mm-hmm. you're going to get those results. I mean, that, that's like a mantra that I just, I live, I, I write it on my wall, I write stuff on my wall, you know what I'm saying, at the job. 
Because, you know, people slinging shit at you. You know what I mean? You yeah, calling yeah. them, they're like, oh, man, get off my phone. Whatever. Right. <laughs> but, you know, it's like. You got to refuel yourself. Be do have. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's like the organization changed it to be do achieve. Mm. And for me, I was talking to our bowl coach, and he was like, I don't like the new one. I was like, I don't mm-hmm. like it either. It's like, it's be do have. Because achieve right. means it's a verb. It's, yeah. it's, it's action. I'm still working for exactly. it. Exactly. So I have, I, I'm just receiving. I, I'll, I'll say this to you, Cam, right? Mm-hmm. I think we we lived through a beautiful period of time, a pandemic. Yeah. Right? I've watched in, in our space, in real estate, in our space, I've seen realtors, as soon as the word pandemic hit, Oh, it's a pandemic. I can't do nothing. Oh, well, I'm I'm just gonna try try to just collect unemployment or yeah. file for these PPP loan. I watched this man be who he was mm-hmm. and do what he what does. He does yes. Right. I can't tell you. I know people close to me that just hung their hat up and said it's a pandemic. I ain't making calls. I ain't going to the office. I ain't doing nothing. This man was making 100 calls a day. Mm-hmm. A day. And was got to the point where he was able to purchase a home for his family. Shout out to the homeowners in the building. In a pandemic, my G. Yeah. In a pandemic. Mm-hmm. You hear me? And I got clients. I got, <laughs> I got, I got clients. I got friends. I got people I know that they struggled throughout the pandemic because they wasn't, they didn't, they couldn't be who they were because that's not who they was. Right. That's not who they were. Excuse my language. It's all good. No they, spell they checks on here. Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. Just you done had sure. a few drinks. It's all good. Make, just making sure. Yeah. English ain't my first language. So I, need, <laughs> I need help sometimes, <laughs> right? But. They they couldn't be who they because that's not who they that's were. That's not who they were, yeah. Right? But I watched this man grind in day in and day out to 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 be that person, to be that man, to live up to that call of nah, I'm not just a realtor, mm-hmm. the title, but I'm a person that's gonna go get what I need to get to be who I am. Yeah. You'll you you may not be a a b- b- billionaire, yeah. right? With the B, right? But fam, like you're living and walking in success that a lot of people, I'll say probably ninety five percent of people, maybe ninety eight percent of people, right? Yeah. That couldn't experience what you've experienced in the journey that you're on, right? I appreciate that's that. success. I appreciate and, and, that. and the seeds that I saw in Kim when we met, yeah, the whole process. I'm gonna tell you, I could I could pinpoint. Mm-hmm. Ken is a reader. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ken has always a little too it, much though. Even, yeah. even I read a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so even so even he's the a historian <laughs> of the group. <laughs> he's definitely he got all of it. But he's also even with the practice and the organization he's a part of. They've always given him systems for sure. Oh, systems sure, all sure. day. Anytime I've heard you talk, yeah, well, we did this training. Mm-hmm. He's in a growth mindset organization. That's why. Being inside an organization is not all bad. Before right. I got in my organization, it was a cuss word. Yeah. It was slavery, mm-hmm. plantation. I yeah, hated yeah, it. Yeah. I'm never, I never. I went into education as a professor, said I would never have a boss. Mm-hmm. Right. 
So this is my first experience in an organization having a boss, yeah. and I stayed away from it because I was like, man, right. the greatest awareness and development that I got was in this organization to be able to understand how people grow. So when you're a part of an organization, yeah. or if you're a business owner, you are the organization. That's right. Make professional development the number one, number one contributor to the growth of your team or yeah. your business. If you're not reading, and it's hard when you're an individual contributor to your own business because it's hard to work the business yeah. and work in the business, yeah. Yeah. right? Because yeah. you, your hands are at it. Yeah. But you have to steal away some time to get out and say, I need to develop. Yeah. I need to get into some type of system. I need to get, even go into the library or YouTube. Just as we have so much access to social media, we got a lot of, we have more access to information than ever. That's right. The reason why people pay fifteen, twenty thousand dollars for something is repurposed because it's packaged in a different experience. Yep. You buy the experience to get it. You buy the exclusivities to say if you're not there and I'm there, I'm gonna be ahead of you. Yep. So understanding that investment process of I've seen Ken from jump. We've had when, when we say something and Ken by like, yeah, that's by them. Yeah, yeah, or he yeah, said, yeah. Yeah, we, we did this seven um habits of high success. <laughs> <laughs> All I've been hearing, and I had to always be like, hey, Ken. All I'm looking at is, man, that dude is unbreakable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I also, on the other side, I know, and and excuse me if I'm being too transparent, but one thing that I know Ken needs from the brotherhood is what you always do. We got to always remind him of his awesomeness. Yeah. Because of our culture, his experience, life, what he's been through, we who are connected to him in development have to always remind him of his awesomeness. Yeah. We have to always remind him yeah. of his awesomeness. That's right. Because he'll compare himself to others with unaccurately comparing yourself to who you're divinely supposed to be. That's and right. We have to remind you of your awesome. Yep. Anytime I see this young man, I don't care what it look like, where he at, mm-hmm. I'm going to always tell him how awesome he is. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell him about his awesome personality and communication skills that's unlike any high schooler I've ever met. I'm telling you. But he doesn't know that. So we have to always remind him because of all the other stuff that's put in front of us, the distractions. Yep. Mm-hmm. All those big words we said before, the ide- ide- ideations. I can't even say no more imagery. <laughs> the words change after a couple. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Four Roses. <laughs> Shout out to this mango. But, but if we don't simply remind each other of our yeah. greatness, and that That's is right. my stand-up part. My spe- I'm telling you, when you throw dirt over my face, mm-hmm. I just want to hear one thing. I want to hear people say one thing. That brother encouraged me. Yeah, 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 yeah. That brother told me, ain't nobody else told I want to make sure I tell every person I can how awesome they are. Yeah. Forget our judgments. Keep your judgment to yourself. That's right. Don't nobody care about your opinion of somebody else. Come on. If you have a mouth and you're not using it to build up somebody else, let me say it on this podcast. Mm -hmm. Shut up. That's right. Thank you. Say it again for the folks in the back. Because it's important that in the when I hear you when when we hear people talk about other people and critique them. It's because they have no connection or clue to their divine purpose. We were created to do one thing, use our voice to be fruitful and multiply. And if I appreciate myself, Mm -hmm. because that's the other part of this self-mastery, if you haven't learned to appreciate yourself correctly, Mm -hmm. you can't appreciate nobody else. Mm. That's right. Not for sure. So if if we get people back to just simply loving themselves first, again, another critical programming in our culture, yeah. you can't kill somebody that look like you unless you hate yourself. Come on, man. That's it's, Im- it's absolutely impossible. I can kill something that looks like me, 
That means you don't love yourself. You that's you the only you. way. Yeah. But that goes back to our religion. Yeah. What we seen and what we idolized or worshiped, mm -hmm. it was not us. Right. So when we go back to this program, we're in a place now where we have platforms and, and opportunities to share. Yeah. And even if people don't agree with it, I know it's somebody that look like me that's going to hear what I say and say, you know what? Yep. I wasn't even thinking like that. Yep. And I'm going to tell you, go look in the mirror and say 10 times, oh, mm -hmm. I'm awesome. Mm -hmm. Man, I'm awesome. Yep. Let that be the first part of your day versus social media. Yeah. Socialize yourself. Scroll your mirror Socialize and look at yourself, yourself and say, hey, man, I'm awesome. Look what I'm doing today. Look right. what, spend that time and do that. Pour into yourself. Yeah. Versus deeper. When you pour into other people when your cup is empty, uh -huh. all you're doing is depreciating yourself. For sure. Yeah. That doesn't make sense, but we've been programmed. We've been programmed to be the people of the culture that will always move out the way for other folks. Yeah. And that's why we miss it. That's right. So I, I gave you two affirmations. I gave you one extra bonus, but I'm going to give mm -hmm. you the another one in sequence. Extra, okay. Extra, extra, extra. Bonus. And the sequence of it is money is simple energy that flows if I allow it. Wow. Get out of the money, way. Money is simple, simple. energy. Simple energy. It's, it's all it money is. Money is simple energy. Simple as energy. As long as I allow it. That flows. Slow. If I just Slow allow it. We get in our own way making this something bigger than what it is. All of this stuff is electrons, neutrons, atoms. It's, it's not real. Yeah. It just flows. Mm -hmm. So if I get in alignment with what it is I desire, and regardless of what that is, that's what I'm going to attract. Sure. So as long as I don't have appreciation for whatever, I'm never going to attract the things I desire yeah. or that I can appreciate. Mm -hmm. If I depreciate or I'm depressed, the word depressed, think about what depression does. Depression means pushing down on yeah. something. Yeah. From its regular state, I got to push it down. Mm -hmm. But understand, depression is not a disqualifier. Because the cool thing about it, if you've ever, all of us have gone through a, a depressed state, even if we didn't admit it or Amen. share it. But those who have the highest elevations have gone down the farthest. Ain't nobody know the boogeyman I seen in the face. Right. Nobody seen the boogeyman I seen mm -hmm. at the lowest. Nobody seen that boogeyman. Yeah. I can never see that boogeyman again because I couldn't sure. come back. Right. Mm. We all got stories. Hey, being back here, being back here in Charlotte. Yeah. This is where I did my worst. Yeah. And now I'm in a place where I would have I would have never thought I was coming back to the city that I tried to tear down every night. Right. You got dirt roads to get to your house. <laughs> Go ahead now. They ain't even had that area out there when I was trying. That whole new yeah. thing. And it, that, was, that was a whole farm out there. Yeah, to, get to, to get to your house, you got to meet me by the school over here. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and if there's a light not on, don't go. <laughs> right. Well, brother Jason, I'm telling you, man, it's, it's always an honor and a pleasure to have you. I just want to acknowledge you for always having a positive mindset always having a, an affirming word. Like, whenever I talk to you, I can truly say, and I'm, I'm sure events will say the same, like, I feel full. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because like you said, you get filled from pouring into people. And I, I know that's your heart. So I just want to acknowledge you for that. I just want to appreciate you, appreciate man. That. You know, before we get out of here, man, I just want to give you the opportunity to get the people your socials, tell them what you got going on. Where can they find you? But before before that, mm -hmm. like I'm I'm very adamant on when we when Jason and I talk. Yeah, I'm very adamant on asking, bro, how are you doing? Right, 
How is Jason? How doing? is Jason doing? How is Jason doing? Strong, strong, strong people. Strong people need to know that they're cared for. Yeah, right. Um, it's it, it's important to. It's important to check on your strong friends. Check on your strong. Dream, 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 um, Dreamville. Nah, that's Earth Gang. Earth Gang, Earth Gang. Check on your strong friends. Yeah, it's important. So as 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 much as I love you, as much as you mean to me, I want to encourage people to, if you have a Jason in your life, mm. check on him. Yeah, make sure that yes, he's flowing to you and through you. Also check how his psyche is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Check how the man is, the person is, the the woman is, mm-hmm. right? Because every strong person needs to be. Because we've had some moments that yes. <laughs> that you needed to check, you need to be checked on. Yes, yep. Yep. and and those moments, like as much life that he has as being a cancer, as 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 air flowing, mm-hmm. blood yeah. flowing through in and out. Jason's need to be checked on as well. Absolutely, and 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 I could not end this podcast yeah. like, without saying that, as strong as 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 wise as mm, as as much as you're full of life, in every facet of that word, you need to be checked on too. Yeah. And that's, that's why you're one of my favorite people in the world. <laughs> Who you? Because you there, there are not a lot of people. the movie you. There are not a lot of people that call my number. Yeah, just to say you, how you doing? Yeah, that's that's dope, and that's part of how I built myself. Mm-hmm. But when you find people that genuinely care about your being, regardless of what the facade looks like, yeah, don't do not let go of those people. That's right. Do not let go of those. I'm people. trying to borrow your car to go to prom, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out for them people too. <laughs> but I, I appreciate that question, and I do want to say that. In life right now, the greatest challenge that I'm having is yeah. once you've identified and accepted your divine purpose. Yep, divine purpose. It is a sense of urgency mm-hmm. that would take you out of your comfort and norm to move into uncertainty where your greatest aspirations live. Right. So my challenge right now is all that I'm sharing, mm-hmm. all where I'm at, it makes it very hard on a daily basis yeah. to still serve in the position, which is an awesome, I love this position. But the only thing that stops you from a great life is a good life. Mm. And I have a good opportunity, but it is not the divine purpose, right? So the challenge for me right now, when you ask how I'm doing, I'm in a place of where um, I had to do a, an activity yesterday, and it was making a list of all the things I need to let go of. And I encourage everybody as an activity tonight to write down, a, make you a list, put down things I need to let go, and just free flow of all the stuff you need to let go, people, things, whatever. What showed up on my list is a thing that's very comfortable right mm-hmm. now. And for me, I'm ready to ride. As a husband and a family man, I no longer move as a solo unit. So I don't make decisions, hasty decisions, regardless of the impact of them, without being in alignment with my home. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, 100%. I could have been gone like a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And been good, right? But sitting at the table and getting in alignment and agreement, mm-hmm. yep. 
it gives me a different sense of peace inside of my anxious, or not really anxiousness, but inside of my, ah, let's mm-hmm. get it. Because I'm a eagerness. Yeah, my eagerness. I'm ready yeah. to roll, always. Yeah. But to be in a place where my household is in harmony. That's right. And checking in with the household for the next move, it's a place I've never been in. Yeah. Very unfamiliar territory, which is oh, sad shit. to say after 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. It ain't sad. It's beautiful, brother. Nah, it's growth. Yeah. But, that well, shit is well, beautiful. For, for me, because, I again, the eagerness of wanting to be the best at what I do. Yeah. It's like 10 years about eight years took me to say, man, this is the most valuable asset in my life. Mm-hmm. Let, let, let me tell you this, right? I, I admire y'all brothers so much because of the love and consideration mm. that y'all have for y'all wives. Yeah. For Shout home. out to the queens. For home. For home. Right. Yeah. Being that home is always going to be the most important player on the team. I admire that. Like, I'll I'll ask. So, Ken and I hang out a little bit more, right? (laughs) But he's like, I got to check it. I got to check it with the back. Ooh, why I got to turn into a slave? I got to check it with the back. Turned into Jeff Rowe. I got to see what Hopper say. And I'm like, with, with, with Jason, I got to check it with the wife to see what the family going to do, what the family got planned. I, I ain't even from the South. <laughs> Neither one of y'all. But, yo, that's 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 so beautiful, man. Yeah. That's so beautiful to be able to to be able to hit home base to say, hey, yeah. I got to check in with home base right. to make sure that I can run to the first place. Yeah. No matter what we do. Man, we we take God trips all the man, time. We done been all over the country. Man, we take God's <laughs> trips all the time. But he's what's it what's it what's admirable? He always checks in mm-hmm. with yeah. first base. With home base. With home have to the home base. Got to. With home base. Home and, home, and, home base is you. That's, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if home base is out of alignment, your ligaments out. You're absolutely you're out That's of right. alignment. Absolutely. But that's you only sleep happens. on the couch with no pillow. Right. Man, forget that. That ain't even the sauce. Mm-hmm. Because if home base isn't right, your energy is not right. For sure, for sure. For so sure. The, the sleeping on the couch is the easiest part. Right. Yeah. You get no rest or sleep on the couch. Nah. Because you're out of alignment. Mm-hmm. Right. If if you're not, if just we're not down. In, yeah, if we're not in alignment with home base, for me, everything is off. Everything's off. Mm-hmm. I can't do nothing because my mind is just I'm the same way. Crap. Like, oh yeah. my God. Yeah. If home base not in line, yeah. I'm none of this. Everything. Yeah. And it's one thing about like like as a man, that's that's another like principle that I have. Like as a man, you have to have a a, a mission that's greater than just yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You if you look at the the guys who we call the greatest men in history that we typically acknowledge to be the greatest, they tend to have had some mission or some calling or something that was greater than themselves. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's 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 really like when I look at life and I look at the men that I admire on a a day to day basis, like like you guys have things going on that are bigger than just yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, you got a household to run, you got a business to run, you got families that, like you said earlier, you're a pillar. Mm-hmm. Like it's amazing that you recognize, like yo, I am a pillar of a family. Mm-hmm. Like not many people can say that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? To where like, you know. You're in the in the, the 
the business of like real estate on the contracting side. And you know that a load bearing wall, if you knock it down and you don't replace it with some type of structural beam, whole house will fall. Whole house will fall. That's what a pillar is. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? And when you, the fact that you can recognize that, like, yeah, I check in with home. You know what I mean? Of course, I got to. But at the same time, I, I look at you and I'm like, everything that you do is all leading toward legacy, mm -hmm. building. Everything. Everything that this man does. So it's like, you do it too, but in a different way. It manifests itself in a different way. But at the same time, you you submitted yourself to the mission of, man, look, my last name is going to be straight mm -hmm. because of the work I do with my hands. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's, to me, that's that's the mark. That's one of the five marks of a great man to mm -hmm. me. It's like, yo, can you do something that's bigger than you? Can you submit yourself to a mission that's bigger than you to where you might have to set your ego aside? Like Marcus Aurelius wrote that ego is the enemy, mm -hmm. but the obstacle is the way, mm. right? So it's like once you start thinking about these things, like let me let me put myself down and be – it don't mean I'm being a slave. Maybe I'm a servant leader. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? When I can put my Others. family. That's, yeah. that's what leadership is. That's what leadership is. Sure, even sure. even for you when it's been at a sacrifice or painful, mm -hmm. you still go the route of the challenge. Yeah. You do the hard stuff. Mm -hmm. Not many people do the hard stuff. Right. You do the hard stuff to solidify that statement. Mm -hmm. That's where those facts come from because we've seen the impact and the effect of it. Yeah. And you still get up and do it. Yeah. Not many people can do that. That's they right. can't sustain that. So we salute you. And we were missed without saying, Ken, you are a pillar. Been a pillar. Sure. It's just it's awesome for me to see you now with that legacy mm. under the roof. Yeah. Oh my goodness. You never. You didn't even have to say anything when I saw you today. Yeah, I just felt. He just looked like a dad. <laughs> <laughs> I just. I felt. It's I, a dad I, I felt the peace. You got a different sense of peace too. You got yeah, extra role. You can breathe. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Eating good. That's good living. Hey, listen. Nah, but it, it is. It's a beautiful journey, man. Yeah. It, it is a beautiful. Listen, y'all been privy to a special conversation man. about bourbon. Well, with bourbon, yes. <laughs> About brotherhood, yeah, and everything that we discussed is all breaking bread. That's right, and this is what this podcast is about. Um, yeah, we sit bourbon, we're, we're bourbon, bourbon brothers. Yeah, but the the brotherhood is what holds us close. Right, and I could say ain't ain't no weak links in this in this circle. Ain't no weak links in the chain. Ain't no weak links. Um, and the breaking bread. I'm full tonight, brother. Yeah. I appreciate you, bro. I, I think I think this is one of my favorite episodes. Hands Me too. Down. Don't say hands, that, guys. Hey, hands down. For real. Okay. Don't hey. say that, guys. I'm, I'm going to say it. Hey. Oh, come on. I'm going to say it. Like yeah, this, this is my favorite episode. Yo, I appreciate you. Bullshit. Man, look, if I had enough, if I had enough man with, we can go for three more hours. Hey, listen, I, I, I could go. You know what I'm saying? I could go. But, you know, what I want to do before we get out of here, though, for real, like I said, I want to acknowledge you. For the person you are, man, for the the energy you bring, the positivity, mm -hmm. and it's and when y'all get to know Jason, it's real. Sure. It's not an act. It's not a show. That's your authentic heart, and I love you for that, my brother. Appreciate that. So I would just want to give you the opportunity, man. Tell the people about the book. Tell them where to find you. 
your socials, all of that. Just go. It's your time right now. Well, I want to start off by saying I appreciate you, brothers, more than you ever know. I appreciate the fact that the wind blew and brought y'all to the south from a very distant north. Yes, sir. For us all to connect and be able to collaborate and do what we've done and just the experiences, the conversations, and doing nothing, just being around each other. It's just always a great vibe. So I appreciate the invitation and the opportunity. It's happened very quick. Mm-hmm. But if, if this guy over here calls me anywhere in the world, I'm there. Um, you say the word, I'm there. You say the word, I'm there. Yeah. Um, but that call opened up because I don't come out the house after. This nigga here, not anymore. Yeah. Right. And part of that, and I want to share this before I give um, where to find me at, is I work until 5 o'clock, regardless of what I'm working on. I pick my daughter up, and from 6 to 9 o'clock, I don't touch my phone, my laptop, nothing. It's family time. Yeah. Which, before... I was trying to hustle, yeah. and I couldn't miss those hours because I had to go and do my thing. Right. So I could be paying attention, but I had to be checking this stuff. From six to nine, I'm off the grid. Yep. Don't call. Don't. You can text or whatever. I'm not responding. Right. Mm-hmm. Then around nine o'clock, nine to ten, eleven o'clock. That's wifey time. Yeah. Anything that I need to do, it's after twelve. Yeah. Which normally I'm going to sleep. <laughs> right. <laughs> but that came from investing in the system. Yeah, that don't do something to try to accommodate what it is you desire to get. That's right. Do something that will give you the results of the lifestyle you desire to live. Yeah. Find out how to find out what you want to do, and then go find the system that produces that. Mm. Where to find me at? I'm Jason Van Gartner. All things JasonVanGartner.com. There you can find the book. You can also find the Crush the Comfort Zone course. Our focus right now is we just launched a 90-day uh, communication program for speakers, influencers, subject matter experts that truly desire to get on stages and platforms and be keynote speakers with big paying events without being a celebrity. Yeah. So it's a 90-day coaching program we have our group going through right now. Uh, we have a young man a lot of people are familiar with, uh, Zion Clark, who is a, a college or collegiate wrestler, mm-hmm. professional wrestler now. Yep. He was born without legs. Yep. Um, he's launched his speaking business and has had just unbelievable results because he was already just an awesome dude. Yeah. But now that he's transitioning to um, our program, is called the Professional Speaker League. Um, he's just had a lot of opportunity to share his message. So awesome. right now we're looking at developing those who have a story that want to share. They feel a calling is to share. I want to develop them to be able to have their message and get them on stages and platforms to share that message. Yeah, um, and we're transitioning back to the book, which is I Am an Enterprise, Seven Lessons to Increasing Self-Love. That is the main focus and mission now is to get people back to loving themselves first mm-hmm. and focusing on this development piece. So find me at jasonvangartner.com, all things Jason Van Gartner. And we look forward to connecting with you. And as we always sign out, keep grinding. No more. Yeah. Keep shining. That's right. Yes, sir. Listen, cash rules everything around you. Cream. Get the money. Dollar, dollar bill, yo. Cash meaning coaching, appreciation, systems, and help. That's right. And there's another A. There's an A part too, but that's I'll save that one when you come to the work. Save that one for the paid course. Absolutely. It's the heat, though. All Everything revolve around that one. Listen, it's been another episode of Bourbon Brotherhood. And Breaking Bread. Yes, sir. Thank you for tuning in, everybody. Make sure you follow us on all the social media platforms. Yeah, find us on, find us on IG at underscore King Table. You can find us on Spotify. 
Listen, this this four Anchor roses. FM. Yeah, all all the shit he's saying. However, <laughs> however, this bourbon's kicking in. <laughs> done kicked in, and uh, uh, till next time. Till next time. Like, subscribe, yeah. share this podcast. Check out Jason at jasonvangardner.com. Peace. We appreciate y'all. Everything he said. Merry <laughs> Christmas. <laughs>